This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. Coach's Wife Life is brought to you by Ruler of Hope. Ruler of Hope is a nonprofit with the mission of providing support and research for medically fragile children. You can partner with the organization to make a difference for a child battling a critical illness by making a tax-deductible donation at rulerofhope.org. I'm so thrilled to have Alicia Salisbury today. Alicia's the wife of Rodney Salisbury, head football coach for Whitehaven High School in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you so much for being a part of us. Hey, thank you. I'm glad that you had me on the show. Now, your husband, Rodney, is a two-time coach of the year in the state of Tennessee. NFL's Tennessee Titans gave him the title after a perfect season, 15-0, winning the state title in 6A football. That's the largest class in the state. I'm also going to talk about some of the other stats. We've been doing some research here. In the past Mm -hmm. 15 years, he's won 160 games, losing only 37. 160 wins in 15 years of being a head coach is phenomenal. And then the past seven years, playing for the state title four times, winning it twice in the largest class of football in the state of Tennessee. When you hear all of that, all these stats being put out there, what do you think some of the contributing factors are to why he has so much success on the football field? I believe that some of the contributing factors are, one, he's committed. He works with um, a great set of administrators, staff, a great booster leadership team that helps the team, the parents and the coaches and players. And it's just leadership in, and involvement that helps and allows him to coach and focus on coaching. And so we all just kind of pull together and assist so students can be student-athletes. When you think about what all Coach has done in the past several years, making Whitehaven football just a powerhouse in the state of Tennessee, what makes you most proud? I am, one, proud to call him my husband, and two, proud that he's a great role model for our children and other children in the community, and just an all-around great guy. Where did you grow up, and did you ever expect to be a coach's wife? No, I did not expect to be a coach's wife. That was not on my list of things to do. (laughs) (laughs) But it is great being Rodney's wife. Now, are you a Memphian by birth and growing up there? Yes, yes, I did. I'm actually a native Memphian. I grew up in a neighborhood called uh, Westwood Doubletree area. So it's not too far from Whitehaven, actually. And went off to right there at the University of Memphis, right? Yes, I actually attended the University of Memphis, so I am a true tiger. There you go. Now, how did you meet Rodney Salisbury? I met Rodney actually as a little girl. (laughs) I met him at church as a teenager. Yeah, and we wound up going away to college, marrying other people, going through a divorce, and then getting together and blending our families. We blended, and he actually adopted my two sons, 
So we have a combination of four children. So we have three boys and one girl. Two are actually seniors in high school. One is a senior at Austin P now, and one is off and grown and living his life. Do you work right now? Yes. Um, currently, I am an assistant principal at Holmes Road Elementary School, which is a part of the Empowerment Zone. The Empowerment Zone is a part of Shelby County Schools here in Memphis, but our particular school feeds into Whitehaven High School. So there are eight schools now in the Empowerment Zone, and my elementary happens to be one that feeds into Whitehaven High. You get a little first look on some future athletes there going, hey, you got some people to keep in the system here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our, our wonderful children leave Holmes Road and go to Haven View, and Haven View then goes to White Haven. So we work pretty well as a team together. So. And you've been in administration and a part of education for quite some time. Yes, this is actually my 24th year as an educator. I spent 13 years in the classroom, um, four years as a facilitator, and this is my seventh year as an assistant principal. Spent 21 years at Cordova Middle, and then my last three are now at Holmes Road. What do you like most about your job? I mean, you're kind of working the same type of field. I mean, does that does it help you as part of what your role is as a coach's wife as well? Yes, it it helps to make a great balance. Get a chance to see my family, see the kids in our neighborhood. Now that I work in the actual neighborhood, and I feel like I get a chance to make that impact and see the parents. When I'm at the grocery store, I'm at the football games. I see my students at the football games as well because their brothers and cousins, cousins and so forth are actually at Whitehaven as well. Powerhouse football team right there in Memphis, Tennessee. You know, this business can be tough. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of high school wives out across the country that listen to the podcast. There's a lot of college coaches' wives. And I think there's challenges with both. I think a lot of the times that sometimes college coaches and families, when they win, they move on, they do it a different place, they move on. There's obstacles there and moving, but there's also obstacles when you stay somewhere and there can be challenges where uh, you stay in one place for a long time. And you and Rodney have been uh, in Whitehaven for uh, what head coach now this is going on his 16th season. I think overall you said 21 years right there in Memphis, Tennessee as a coach. Is that tough in some aspects? I mean, what do you think is the toughest piece of this adversity or if there has been an adversity in your life or just the toughest situation about that that you've faced? And what did you rely on to get through those tough moments? We place God first in our family and, and surround ourselves with prayer. One of the tough things I think would probably be the idea of once you're at the point where Whitehaven is at this point of winning, the expectation is that every game is won. And we all know that sometimes you may lose a game. So that part, I think, is tough. Having that expectation to always 
have to win. Again, we have God first, family, and we just surround ourselves with our extended family, which is our community, and just work together. So you're ready for a really tough question, Alicia. You know, you've been the backbone of a highly successful coach. And then this is kind of a hard one to answer. And I say it every week on the podcast, but you really have to brag on yourself. And it's weird to just, hey, put yourself out there. But I think people come to my podcast to get ideas and to relate to coaches' wives all across the country because we're, you know, we're all going through the same thing. We live in different cities and, you know, you have high school coaches' wives in Texas and Georgia and all different places that listen. And we're kind of coming here for ideas. So is there something you think you've done that, you believe has contributed to the success that coaches had on the field and your lives as a family? I believe that our commitment to one another and to the team and to our family and the team as an extended family has been one of the things that has helped the team. Um, We have a vision for our lives that involves God, the family, the team, and our community. And once we establish what that goal is for our family and for our, for the team, I think that is what has helped us because we're pretty focused on our goals and we're driven, both very, very driven people. So, What do you think is the toughest part about being a coach's wife? For me, I don't think it's so hard. The part for me is watching him and his dedication level. I'm just there as his support (laughs) and to be there, you know, to help him through. If there's something that he needs, just consider me as an assistant. (laughs) So I think that's one of the things that um, is pretty hard for me is seeing the time and dedication that he places into coaching because sometimes there are just going to be some things that he misses. So he may miss uh, daughter's soccer game or may miss son's track meet because he's at practice. So we just have to have a balance of who's going where and who's going to do what. So we have to do a great deal of communicating so that we can keep that balance between Uh, football and home. There's a lot of pressure in this business and I know you feel it firsthand. Are there some things that you try to remind Coach Salisbury of during those tough days? I mean, I know you had a season where you literally didn't lose a game, but you you can't do that all the time, right? So there's highs Mm -hmm. and there's lows of coaching uh, football. What things do you say to try to keep him encouraged? You know, actually Rodney is the encourager. He doesn't get too high with his highs or too low with his lows. He's fairly even keel guy and I think one of the football sayings would be you can't continue to look back at the last play because you'll miss the next play and that's pretty much how he is with wins and losses once he's won a game he celebrates it for a minute and then he's thinking about the next game or once he's lost the game He's reflecting on, okay, we made this mistake. Let's fix this. What can we do better? And he's moving on. So for that, I am thankful because he takes those same 
the same philosophy that he uses in football, and he actually applies it to life. So it works very well for us. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why he's so successful, and both of you are, you guys have traditions after a win. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, um, our traditions at this point, because Rodney is at, at Austin P as a player after games, I generally go down, greet him with a kiss. He talks to the guys and coaches. We pray. They disperse. He watches film. Might speak to a few more coaches and parents. And then we come home and prepare to head to Austin P to see Rodney play. That's an exhausting 24 hours. <laughs> for sure. So, miss it for the world. A road warrior yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we consider those, we call them our mini vacations. <laughs> more football but yes mini vacations (laughs) yes more football but it's a mini vacation do you personally enjoy watching football do you like it I have learned the sport of football I couldn't tell you what the how many yards were in between I couldn't tell you what a hash mark was I couldn't tell you what a down was prior to but I have learned are you close to some of the coaches' wives on the staff? Do you kind of have a support system there? One of the things that we have um, done, it's not frequent, but we do do it once a year, is we attend a retreat that FCA holds. And FCA is the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And it's just married couples, coaches' wives, or husbands, get together and just, worship and have a great time with one another for a weekend and there are several weekends throughout the year but the ones during football season we don't go to so we go during the spring most of the time it gives you a chance to connect and kind of hit the reset button before it gets crazy again for sure yes it's a, a great time to spend some quality time with one another and just refocus and look at goals that you want to set and reflect back on our previous goals. We typically um, write a letter to one another at the retreat and read it later on during the weekend. And we've managed to keep those letters and look back at them to see if we're actually growing. And it's really, really nice to look and see, yes, we are meeting our personal goals and the goals for the team as well. That's really, really neat. That's a great idea. That's a great Mm -hmm. idea. Another thing is we have a um, prayer journal that we have. uh, One of the ladies passed it to me. We actually, all of us actually have one. And it's just where we write different prayers. for our spouses, for our families, and get a chance to go back and look at that as well. Oh, yeah. And so, and then you can also see when you do that, I think I've, it's encouraging when you go back maybe a year or two later and something you just prayed about that was so heavy on your heart and to go back and see how God took that, how God, you know, mm-hmm. used it for the good or carry that weight for you. It builds your faith. Yes. And something that we 
do or try to do daily is pray with one another. Some days we may get off if we're running, but most of the time we make that time for one another. Are there some things you try to focus on raising children in this profession, especially with your mission of impacting them with your faith? Mm-hmm. That has been our mission um, in life, to raise our children and impact them through faith and serve as role models for our personal children as well as those that we teach in the community that we serve in as well. Um, It's been great for us because our children actually have attended, for example, all of our children attended Whitehaven High School. So one son has been taught by myself when I was at Cordova. Jemay has been at Cordova with me, so our children have been at school with us. So we get a chance to do what many parents don't get a chance to do, which is actually see their children at school. Part of uh, multiple aspects of their life, for sure. Of course, watching Rodney play for um, Coach Salisbury, I'm sure, was some neat moments for you all as well. Actually, really, really great. Um, got a chance to serve as parent, wife, and it was a great experience. Got a chance to meet a lot of the other parents as well um, when you have a child at the school and on the team. (laughs) I've heard that it, I ask this question a lot, is it more stressful to be a mother of a player or a coach's wife? And a lot of people say, it's hard to watch your child. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Um, watching the child is hard because you don't want anything to happen and you want them to have all of their plays turn out to be great plays. But every play can't be a great play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So you know you're so. going to have to coach them through adversity and disappointment and Mm -hmm. so yeah and I've learned to ignore Um, I sit in the stands most of the time I don't always sit in the stands sometimes I stand on the sideline and just watch but sitting in the stands you get to hear some wonderful commentary. <laughs> a lot of people think they should be coaching uh, right there. <laughs> so my my only thought is, if you only knew, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when you're making the comments, there's another story that you don't know about mm-hmm. um, that's happening. I just really think people should think before they speak. I couldn't agree more. And I think there's thousands of wives right here nodding their head like, yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Miss Salisbury's right on point right here. <laughs> now, I know you talked about praying um, during the week or daily together. Are there some other ways that you guys try to take, stay connected? Y'all um, have a little date sometimes or watch a show together. Typically Wednesday is kind of slow night for us. Um, by that time we've gotten through our meetings and so on and so forth. Um, Sundays 
We go to church together. We typically take a family vacation in the summertime during dead period. Mm-hmm. So far, we're pretty spot on with vacations in the summertime. And we also take a family vacation. And if the kids want to go during that Christmas break, they can. If they opt not to go, we say okay. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, they've all gotten older and like, oh, we really don't want to hang out with you all. <laughs> <laughs> so all I can say is if you have small children, please, please, please enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Let them cuddle up with you in the bed and love on you while they're young. Because about 15, 16, they kind of put you down sometimes. Say they have other things to do once they started driving. <laughs> I am not ready for that. I oh. My heart is going to break. I have an eight-year-old daughter, Courtney, and I tell her every day, like, please, please like me forever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, continue to just, like I said, be with them, enjoy them. They grow really fast, and the time seems like it just, it, it passes quickly, and you just need to enjoy each moment of it. Yes, it's good advice. What tasks do you think you've done that people might not realize would be the responsibility of a coach's wife? Planning uh, field trips. I don't do that as much now. I've actually worked in the concession stand, and I did not have a little Rodney on the team at that time. So just volunteering in any manner or capacity just to help the team. There are so many things that are involved with um, keeping the team going that people just don't notice. There are pre-game meals that need to be served, and there are volunteer moms that come out and assist with picking up the food and bringing it to the school and serving it. Um, post-game meals, fundraisers, just there are just so many things that need to be done that people can assist with. And so at some point I have volunteered and done some of those things. Do you ever get any downtime? What do you enjoy doing? That's a good question. Uh, (laughs) My downtime is generally spent resting or reading something or my newfound uh, thing that I need to stop is looking at things on Amazon and ordering. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, because Amazon is always open. (laughs) Yes, yes it is. Now, there is something on Amazon that I found that I think is worth buying. And I think you know what I'm talking about, which is Unpacking the Dresser Drawer, Guide to Maintaining Healthy Relationships by Alicia Salisbury. Tell me what led you to write a book. Um, This was just on my to-do list. I had a bunch of thoughts, and I felt like somebody could be helped in their relationship, be it with their spouse, a friend, a sister, a coworker, just some basic tips or even a parent. Uh, 
to maintain a healthy relationship. Communication is key, and in all things, we need to communicate in a manner, you know, that one isn't offensive. So this was one of the things that I decided to do. Um, It's kind of like your car needs to be tuned up. Our relationships need to be tuned up as well. So this was one of the things that I spent some time over spring break doing, which was writing this little guide. It's a quick and easy read. I think it could be done in probably less than that, read in less than an hour. Isn't that neat? I mean, that's that's neat that you say you're an author and you did something that you checked off your list that, hey, this is what I've always wanted to do and you did it. That's that's neat. I like that a lot. You can on Amazon.com. Unpacking the dresser drawer, a guide to maintaining healthy relationships. Right. And it can be purchased on Amazon.com. Love it. Love it. Okay. So what ways do you think a coach's wife can add value to your husband's career? Just by being committed and dedicated and supportive. Um, I think if you combine those things, it can it can assist both people in moving the career because basically you're one and you want to move in the same direction at all times. What do you think some of the most rewarding aspects to you about being a coach's wife? I get to actually see other people live out their dreams and I get to participate in being a part of their dream because so many of the kids that has been their lifelong dream. I can see it in some students now. I have a little fifth grader and I've known him since he was three. He actually goes to our church and I know for a fact that one day he is going to play football somewhere because he's been working on it since he was five. (laughs) And so being in education, you actually get a chance to watch people grow up and do the things that they really, really want to do. So that's one of the most heartfelt things that I've gotten a chance to do. What would be your all-time favorite coach's wife memory? I'm guessing it's probably somewhere in Cookville, Tennessee. Am I right? Yes, it is. Um, Describe that moment for me. What's your all-time favorite? My all-time favorite moment is the smile that I actually saw Rodney have as he held the trophy up. There's a, a picture of him. And it's just a smile like I hadn't seen before. (laughs) So that is my all-time favorite. Um, My my second all-time favorite is actually watching the guys um, when they do group and team activities, like going to the pool or going to the movies together as a team. That's really, really fun to watch, too when you get a chance to see everybody just carefree and having a good time. Connecting, being a family away from football. Okay, rapid fire questions for you. Ready? Okay. Uh, I think I am. Okay. What's the last book you have read? The Leadership Challenge. Do you like it? Pretty good book. He surprises you, walks in the door with concert tickets. 
What do you think would be printed on that ticket? Probably earth, wind, and fire. Everyone has a few things that might need to be replaced around the house. Maybe it's in our closet. Maybe it's in the garage. What would you say is the ugliest thing you own? A pair of old Adidas brown and white tennis shoes. <laughs> if you could have dinner with someone other than a family member, current or from history, who would that be? Michelle Obama. You get a night alone. What TV show would you binge watch? The Old Sopranos. <laughs> you lock your keys in your car, coaches at practice. Who's the first person you would call? I would call my youngest son. What mm -hmm. sport can you beat Coach Salisbury in? None. <laughs> <laughs> what about a game no. of cards? Can you beat him in a no. game of cards? No. I can't beat him in cards. He's a numbers guy. I can't beat him in dominoes. Basketball, football, tennis, golf, none of it. Baseball, maybe track. No. What about not spelling bee? Spelling bees on ESPN, that counts. Can you beat him in a spelling bee? Mm, no. Ronnie's an avid reader. Oh. He beat me. Foosball. Okay. There you go. Foosball. <laughs> Got one. Got one. Foosball. <laughs> Now, if your family had a theme song, what do you think the theme song would be? Um, our theme song would be We Are Family. Like it. Okay, if you had a superpower, what would that be? My superpower would be patience. Oh. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Alicia, for sharing with us and just being an open book. We've really appreciated it. This has been a lot of fun. Well, thank you. I have truly enjoyed it. Get, you've given me another chance to reflect and think about some things. Now i got to go and uh, find out a little bit more of what I like to do outside of being on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, best of luck the rest of the season. All right. Well, thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Live podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life. <laughs>